This episode, we get into, uh, I got a little announcement to make about career changes slash life changes, uh, so we're going to get into that. And then uh, I'll talk about some of the takeaways from my new job, what I've learned, some of the things that I didn't expect to see, some things that I've learned in the first couple months that are going to really set me up for success later, and hopefully something that you can take, I guess, for when you start your new job. Uh, we talk about the right path, um, getting on the right path with the universe. Uh, so what are you called to do, meant to do? Um, what do you feel good doing, enjoy doing, things like that. So uh, talk about how we how we get there, how to see that. Uh, always easier said than done. Um, and then uh, as well as I, I talk a little bit about situations that come up in their life where you may have to get uncomfortable if you want to achieve something you really want to do. And what it truly means to, to get comfortable by becoming uncomfortable and what that can do for you. Uh, we go back to getting up for work, uh, back to the job stuff a little bit. Do you really feel good about what you're doing? Are you excited to go do what you do when you wake up? Or is it that dreadful, here we go again another day, um, looking forward to the weekend all the time, I mean, which, which is good, but you really need to feel like you're adding value and enjoy doing what you're doing every day, going to work as a human being to serve and not just uh, to bear through it. Yeah, and we, uh, we'll round out the episode with one of our favorite uh, segments is that book talk. Book talk. Book talk. And we'll, uh, we'll also talk about what, what is technology and, and what impact is it having on our in-person interactions? Is it, is it helping the intimacy of that interaction or is it, uh, is it hurting it? And we're, lo- we're looking forward to seeing what you guys get from today's episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. I'm good. I'm actually great. It's uh, it's always a good day in the studio. Love feeling, love getting in here. Feeling blessed to be in here right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, feeling the good. Smell the studio, man. It puts you in a type of mindset every time you walk into here. Feeling it's, good. Headspace has been real good. Um, you've had a good week, dude. Had had a real good last couple of weeks, man. Uh, yeah. So, um, I had talked previously on trying to switch jobs, working for a chiropractor that is official. I will be a rehab therapist um, in a chiropractor's office. Um, coming up here soon, next couple weeks. So I'm transitioning out of my current role uh, at Simon Property Group, and I'll be done with that here shortly. So I'm blowing all my uh, time off. I'm oh, just yeah. I'm balling out on my PTO, just having a good time. Bro, that's amazing. <laughs> Some people came up like, yeah, we thought you might be interviewing, and I was like, no, I, I already got a job. I'm just having a good time. Like I went to see my brother, I, going up to the lake. I was do like, do some yeah, let, things you haven't been <laughs> yeah, able to do for a while yeah, during the week and. Stress free. Yeah, man. It's good good for the mind. People are like, Oh man, that's that's awesome. I was like, Well, perks of quitting your job, I guess. Yeah. So what so what are some of the things for the listeners, what are some of the, the things you're gonna be doing in the next job? What are some of the problems they're gonna be solving? So yeah, um most uh if obviously with new patients especially, I'll do a, a pre screen <clears> and look for mm-hmm. certain dysfunctions, um, working, you know, from the neck down the spine, uh to hips, knees, ankles, how is everything working together? Um, and then whatever we identify, we then act based on what we see that needs correcting. So we identify the dysfunction, and then we have specific um, routines we work through exercise-wise for mm-hmm. specific cases um, to c- help correct that dysfunction, then gotcha. help them move better. Um, it could be anything from hips to knees. Um, they're not working together well so you know you get people hunched over yeah shoulders hips it's all just so tightened up um things like that uh, and then i'll be learning i learned cupping uh this past week so actually got cupped for the first time 
um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not bad. Uh, I just had a few up my shoulders and, and neck because I had never done it. He's mm-hmm. like, well, we don't do things to people that we've never done to ourselves. I was like, right on, man. Like, it, it doesn't hurt anything. It's like a suction cup with some steroids yeah. into it. But And the main advantages of cupping are? Uh, helps mainly reduce in- inflammation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, he's got some patients with some chronic back okay. issues that it helps. Um, and I noticed I had a couple, the darker the spots, the worse the area was. And I had like two spots that were darker and I felt like looser um, a few minutes afterwards. So that was, I did notice a little difference uh, right after. Um, I, it wouldn't be something I would do like on a weekly basis unless I was like really had some yeah. inflammation going on. But then I'd, I would want to look at like what was my foods like that week. You yeah. Know? So, um, but I think it's a useful tool right. um, for those that really benefit from it. Yeah, so pretty much people walk into your office um, feeling so you, se- feeling some type some type of uh, discomfort, and by yeah, that time, and you yeah, put you put them on a, you put them on a program ta- some type where of pain, yeah, and then we assess um, and evaluate what we need to do exercise wise to help them. Um, so they should be walking out feeling, to, feeling like a million bucks by the time they walk out. Right, right. Well, I mean, and some cases are going to be longer than others. Like it's not just yeah. an overnight. Well, thing. by the end of the end of the program, you put them on or whatever mm-hmm. you work with them. Yeah, they should so be feeling like yeah. I'll also be doing all myofascial release. Um, I'll be doing even smaller stuff like taking vitals. I'll learn how to do that. So I'm learning quite a bit of different things that, um, you know, I didn't. People been asked like, "Oh, is that what you studied in school?" Like, no. Like, I did have a background. It's just, gonna be good. You know, I was a personal trainer. Yeah, right I know that's something. not like that doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme, but it's he knows like I like to learn this, so I learn it with a more care to it. Yeah. Um, so he's he's taking a chance. I'm taking a chance, and uh, you know it is it is a pay cut for me. So um, you know the office job was a little more cushy, but I don't think much is really gonna change. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I'll be happier doing what I'm doing um, yeah. to come and a little pay cut for that. Like, oh, and I, I get to wear scrubs every day. Yeah. So and pay, be pay cut for pajamas. Yes, please. Yeah, you're going to be loving what you're learning too. Oh, that, absolutely. Like, what, what that paycheck look like, dude, the knowledge, the knowledge you're going to be getting from him is going to be so much more valuable oh, in the long term. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The ROI on that yeah. knowledge. Gary, if you would be proud of what you're doing, right now, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Gary, get on the show. <laughs> For sure. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about that. So that's uh, that's the biggest thing I got going on. Um, so I uh, I can't wait, man. I was nervous at first, like oh, I'm quit my job, blah blah. And mm-hmm. I was like, I always tell people just risk it for the biscuit. So it's Dude. time for me to gamble. Like, and once you do it deliberately and confidently, and mm-hmm. you've done it, it feels good afterward, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, it's it's awesome. And it's, knowing knowing where you're going, it's too. so liberating. Like, that's got to be motivating to to be on a route where you're working towards a, an ideal that you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be love working towards. Like, and, and we're trying yeah. to grow our own businesses and I want to help him grow his yeah. by just being able to help him take on more patients. Cause he's yeah. capped out. Like, you know, he's already working extra hours to try and get, to get to see everyone to fix people. Yeah. And that's, uh, I get to actually help people right. and not just like and argue a, with them and collect their rent money. You know what I mean? Like I get to fix someone and yeah. see them do better. Yeah. And that's what I missed. That's what I loved about the personal training. That's when they awesome. were excited about feeling better, looking better. Like, yeah. you know, looks aren't it, but they were chasing health and they just, they started liking how they looked mm-hmm. too. But, um, so that'll be, that'll be cool getting back into the actual like human interaction, the, the hands-on work as opposed to the computer and the, the yeah. phone. So it's like, it'll be a, a little adjustment just to reintroduce getting, getting that right. feel back. Cause cues are so critical too. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I I like to think that when I was a trainer, I I was pretty good with cueing. I think that's one of the most important things to to help people understand the movement yeah. or what they're supposed to do. So very excited. I uh, I could I'll Woo! babble on all all day, but um, yeah, I'm I'm getting back to helping people, chasing purpose. Money is yeah, I can live. So yeah. there's gonna be an extra spring in your step every week though, because oh, hundred percent. I'm gonna You're be just more. Gonna be loving it, man. I'll be yeah. more mentally drained, but it'll be worth it because yeah. I'll see like the gain that other people types get. types of people you'll be working with, types mm-hmm. of environment you'll be in, dude. Mm-hmm. Like challenge, like okay, yeah. What what do I need to do right. to correct this? And I feel like this is gonna feel like a better ROI, I guess, for your in terms of your knowledge base and and how you're going to be able to apply it down the road dude. Oh, my, it's going to be well with your time. My value will I mean it has already exponentially increased cuz I train with my boss during the week oh. after hours so I've been taking a few hours off certain days in the week to go train mm-hmm. with him um then I study it on my own. I got a lot of material to to study through and uh it's I love it though. Mm-hmm. Like I love learning some things that like I knew happened but I didn't know why. Now I see the back end, like the reasoning to find, oh, it's to find that type of dysfunction or movement to make sure you can move that way. And I didn't know like Mm -hmm. why, why things were, why people were doing certain things. And it was just cool to, to finally put two and two together. I was like, wow, it makes so much sense to me. Yeah. And that's what I like. Like, I just, I get it. I love it. It's, Mm -hmm. and I get to, to help people. Yeah. Every day. I get and to, it's just the beginning. I get to problem, problem solve every just day with the beginning. people. So yeah, it's your year, dude. Nothing. It's, it's t- time to eat. <laughs> it's time to eat, baby. I like that. But, uh, how's, uh, how's the sales life treating you? You like it's it? Incredible. You like living out of your car? It's awesome. You, you see something different every day. You talk to a different business owner every day and it's cool. Cause like the stories you hear every day and the past people take through through selling and through talking to different people it's yeah it's energizing i like doing it and i just love the fact that i never know what each day is going to bring at me so are you out uh officially on your own now yeah so i've been working a couple territories in northern indiana i've okay. been doing like uh, elkhart and goshen and there's been a, an opening in the fort wayne territory that they need covered until i moved down here to establish my my indianapolis territory but dude it's been great getting out on my own and i've it's good to be in an experience where like I realize that I'm going to need to fail in, in yeah. certain, in certain parts in order to be successful later. And I'm going to have to fail if I want, if I want to achieve what I want to achieve in this job, like you're gonna have to go out there and put yourself out there and build your contacts and, and build your network. And through that process, you're going to hear no a lot, yeah. but go fuck up. Been, it, go it, get an F on that paper. Like, dude, it's, you know, <laughs> it, it, it teaches you so something. many valuable things from like a, a psychological standpoint and not letting past events affect you from an emotional standpoint going forward because you could you could go you could walk talk to a business owner that doesn't want to buy your product and people don't buy for a variety of different reasons but don't let their reasons affect you in an emotional way and and maybe it's not their time to buy the world doesn't end yeah like you got to move on and and realize hey what can i learn from this what what did i go through here that i could help me in my next sale when i when i talk to someone else and well if if you have your numbers out if you know your daily numbers will uh produce average x amount of results then it's like okay well that's in that category so now Mm -hmm. i have a better percentage of hitting yeses because of these numbers so i mean it's it's spin it like it's easier said than done sometimes because some days it's just hard but bro it's it's and it's crazy because like one thing that's always stuck with me one thing i heard during my first week is a no is one step closer to a yes. That's what you got to tell yourself because 
build your pipeline and keep on talking to people because things are going to lead to things eventually. And apart from that aspect of it, just learning about all aspects of like a product life cycle and learning about different aspects of the company I work for. Cause one reason why I wanted to work for a company like Wildman is because they're, they're a family owned, they're smaller, but they're growing, dude. They, they did. And I think, I, I don't know how much they're, they're growing like a certain, I think they've grown like 600% in Something the last six years. Something you should know. They've grown over 600% the last six years. And they're, and while they're growing, it's still a company where like, you can talk to the CEO in the hallway. So you're getting in at like a sweet spot. Yeah. And I've been in my training, my first like month there, I was able to learn about everything that the product goes through and learning about all all aspects of the business. So I can, because when people buy from you, when you're selling something, they buy your company first. Well, they go through a certain progression. They buy you as a person first, Mm -hmm. then they buy your company, then they buy your product. And then that's when you talk about price and all that stuff. But you got to know your company and why it's it's the best before you can go out and talk to someone. And that goes along with knowing yourself as a company when you're selling yourself, you know yourself the best. Yeah. So well, that's let cool. that shine through all your interactions. You talk to people. And that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing I've learned from my job, man. And I knew sales is one thing that while I'm doing hardcore sales right now for a job, just that everyone in life needs to, to learn sales because of the fact that life is a sale at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, so far the hardest thing you've had or like, have you had a good smack in the face from a company? Yet? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. What's like, people are going to say pe- like, like what's the hardest like thing you've faced or the hardest, like harshest no, or like, what's the thing where you had a day or maybe you haven't where you're like, damn. Yeah. That got me. Oh but, yeah. Dude. The toughest right. thing about this job is, Four days out of the week, I'm, I'm cold calling businesses. And by cold calling, I mean walking in, talking to someone there, trying to find a decision maker for that business. Yeah. Convince them to let you talk yeah. to you, you want someone. You want to walk in and, be, and ask, you, you want information at the end of the day. You're not trying to sell someone on the spot. You're just trying to find out information. But one thing I have figured out is these, these people in these offices who, they see a bunch of salespeople every day. Like, yeah. like, I don't know how many, but you know, salespeople are walking in there every day. So the biggest thing that I got to, I'm trying to teach myself on and train myself on is be as different as possible. Don't be a typical salesman that walks in there and like, Hey, I, I need this information. The biggest thing is breaking that ice and developing rapport and establishing that friendship with the first person you talk to walking into a business mm-hmm. and being as non salesy as possible, because that's the thing. Like. So what's that look like for you? Like, how do you, how do you as Tim Allersmeyer do that? Where you're like, okay, and I I, I need to be a genuine friend. How can I do that? Yeah. Come off as sincere as possible, which I need to actually be because people read through bullshit real quick. So how, what does that look like for Tim? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I actually wrote a blog post on this. That's going to be on our website soon. And it it goes along with that shit. It goes along with, uh, developing rapport with people and breaking the ice with people. And one thing I've learned is people are going to be receptive to you and want to be your friend if they feel comfortable around you. So that's the, the one thing I want to do when I walk into an office for the first time and meet someone for the first time is I want them to be comfortable with me. And that means looking for context clues and finding some non-business thing to talk about. Don't go straight into it. And yeah. a lot of things like I'll look for things on the wall. If someone's sitting at a desk, I'll look for pictures or, or things, things that are of value to them because they hang them up around their desk or working area. Yeah. So if they have a picture of their family or some, some type I'll, I'll ask about, like, I'll ask about a picture they have on yeah. their desk. Cause or like people, on a beach people, or something people or vacation. Have picture, people have pictures in their office, not just for themselves, but they want people to ask about them. Or if, 
here I'll do this sometimes like before we like start recording if we have like a guest and be like oh yeah how you doing like good how are you and I'll say like something other than just yeah I'm pretty good like oh you know what I had this going on earlier and you know blah 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 and then it just like it breaks the the surface level yeah. a lot faster because mm-hmm. like then at the reception it's like I'm good how are you like oh well I had this and this going on and that but you know I don't want to bore you with that and then crack a joke or something and then yeah. don't break go it. into business people and, don't want to talk about yeah, like don't be a stiff you never know what that human. person's gone through for the day dude just yeah don't get into business right away that's the one thing I've learned and yeah. a lot of people like and you will face people you will walk into like a lot of times I'll walk into like a mechanic or like a, a car shop or okay. a car like those guys I mean everybody has a certain type of like personality and I've noticed different types of like businesses or different types of industries or sectors have harder or sterner personalities so you have to and a lot of these guys have t- your a lot a lot of these guys have had maybe less than favorable experiences with salespeople or companies or contracts or invoices, something negative experience that they associate with a salesperson. And it's kind of like a don't shoot the messenger type of thing. And they kind of take that kind of attitude towards every salesman that they see. But that's the one thing I I face is sometimes you'll you'll think of someone that just doesn't want to talk to a salesperson and then just turning you away right away. Even though, you know, deep down at the end of the day, you can help them solve their, their business problem and, have a, a great relationship with them. You know that in the back of your mind. Yeah. They've had so many previous ex- experiences with people who may not have been favorable and they'll have that, that screen that they'll have that kind of not prejudice or attitude, but they'll, they'll assume that that's going to be the same with you. So you got to convince them, you got to make them comfortable with you. You got to become a friend with them before you get into business. Cause you know, you can solve their problem, but you want to ease into it and, and establish an actual relationship personal with them first before you go into that. Yeah. Cause they have to trust you before they buy from you. Right. So getting that trust as quick as possible right away. And that's with making them feel comfortable and being relatable and finding something you can talk about with them as you walk in. That's been the toughest thing so far. Yeah. Cause think about what I'm doing, man. And that's hard. Like you have mere yeah. seconds to make someone know, like, and trust you. Dude, seconds. It's fun, it's fun though. It's a, it's a game I love to play with myself. Cause I always think about different ways I can start out an interaction. I, and it's one of those things where you can trial and error it. Cause you, I walk into 20 to 30 businesses a day. Yeah. So it's easy to just try it out with different people. And it's nice cause every person's different. You never know how someone's going to proceed. Like you may have someone that's going to respond really warmly to you. Yeah. And that those re- interactions are fun. But at the end of the day, you want as long, you want them to be able to help you find information that will help you make a sale down the road. Cause they're not, buy, they're not making the purchase decision. Yeah. So you, you want to yeah, that first person so doesn't need, really have any benefit either. You don't either. need to really necessarily, not always, you don't necessarily need to sell the person who you're talking to first. You just, you just want information about the person. Who yeah. Does. But That's having that point. great relationship with them up front, they'll remember you, not just like another salesman. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I remember that guy. And if they do have some type of influence on the final buying decision, yeah. they can kind of speak on your behalf and be like, hey, I talked to this person. He was cool. Or it's cool, like man. Uh, it's a it's it, it's a political type of game, but like or if you get the info, then you make the call, and then he asks like, who gave you the info, and yeah. she can back you like, hey, like right, he was different than the rest, like so this is why mm-hmm. I gave it to him, yeah. just so you know he may call, then he knows he has a good word already, exactly. At the end of the day, like you're gonna do this with he all or the, she, yeah, or she, you're gonna do this all the time when you work with patients and. I'm gonna do this all the time when I walk into business. You yourself know at the back of your mind, you can improve their life. You can improve their business situation. You can make them healthier. You know you're gonna be able to do that for them. But you need to and make them need, realize that that's their decision yes. and, and part of their that, good idea yeah. to have what you can right. offer. And part of that 
part of that is that belief in the back of your mind. Every time you walk into a business, every time you meet someone for the first time, you're going to be able to do that because it will show through your, because people buy, dude, people don't just buy words. They buy the way you look when you say things, how you say it. They will sense that belief through everything that you show in your face and your body language if you believe it up front. And I, that's the one thing I've noticed. And dude, and I can tell that you're excited. I can see it in your eyes when you're talking about your new job. You're excited for it. And yeah. You're going to be genuine with it. Oh, people dude. are going to, people are going to love you, dude. I'm super because, pumped because you're excited for him. I'm super pumped. So. Yeah. And the, the one thing, something me and him talk about and it's, it, it sucks, but it's true. Like he's like, and you know, you can't always want it more than they do for themselves. Mm -hmm. And cause you know, I want to fix everybody. That's just how I am, how I'm wired. Like I, I just want to help and fix. And so he's like, if they don't want to, you know, do their end and you're just working and you're like, why are they not getting better? Like I'm doing everything I can. And you just, you can't control it all. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to keep that in the back of my mind just cause I want to, I want to help more, yeah. do more. And I want to see everyone like walking out, like feeling good. Like, mm -hmm. you know, but that's how it goes. Not, yeah. ev not everyone is, is on 100% there yet, but it's a process. We'll, we'll help who we can. And, Everyone has a different timetable. Yep. yep. You just got to, you just got to believe in them. That's the best you can do, man. All you can do is offer it up. Mm -hmm. So, and sometimes it's hard to just leave that off there when you just want it so bad for yep. them. Yep. But anywho, um, yeah, super excited for that. I'm uh, happy, happy you're getting deep in the sales, deep in the sales game. That's cool, man. I'm loving it. Great experience. I'm loving the grind. Great experience. I'm excited to get down here. Yeah. It's time for you to move down here. Mm -hmm. Very soon. I like that. Uh, so you were asking about what book I'm in. I yeah. think I've talked about it a couple times, um, and I'm not finished uh, one because I haven't prioritized pri ooh, prioritized every day to get some reading in. It's also a thick book, but um, Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus, founder of Onnit. Um, I do have something. I think I, I think I sent it to you, but. Mm -hmm. um, I'll read it too because it was, it was really good and we'll kind of tie back in not that I'm trying to beat a dead horse but tie back into chasing purpose um, making sure you're actually like why shouldn't you do the thing you really want to do right. get paid for it because a lot of that is happening but people don't think mm -hmm. it does like it, it does it's work it's extra work but man I mean I think once you get on the right path the universe I think responds in kind like because we thought about you know, starting a studio and I had lunch with a friend who shared a workspace with someone who had a studio to let us use it. I mean, it just kind of worked out like things with work. It just worked out. It was, Fell my, into place. It, was my, it was my time to go and my time to start something else. So, but, uh, in this, uh, this passage, he writes a notorious insomniac, but a dedicated public servant. Marcus writes quote at dawn when you have, Oh, talking about Marcus Aurelius, by the way, Quote, at dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. What do I have to complain of if I'm going to do what I was born for, the things which I was brought into the world to do? Or is this what I was created for, to huddle under the blankets and stay warm? And, like, I don't know. I, I started, because I'm sure you do too. I listen to Jocko Willink. Like, when the alarm goes off, it's time to go. Like, you know, it's time to get the day. Like, discipline equals freedom. So, man, imagine having him on the show. Yeah. But... Wait, when they say go to work as a human being, like as a human think, being, so like you, you, you are, about that. 
and he was talking as a public servant to as a human being um we're we're here to serve too mm -hmm. so when when you start to serve i think more comes to you it's like yeah um say for example like chasing money yeah you can get pretty far you can make a lot of money if that's that's what fuels you that's fine i get it like i've had times like i'm still fueled by money for sure mm -hmm. but right now i just need something else because my happiness needs to go back up but i think once you do that you put more effort into that what you're supposed to do you get better at that you improve that and then i think in the long run you're going to make more money anyway Mm -hmm. because you just hone in on that and you just kill what you're really meant to do. Yeah. So when, you know, you're like, oh, cozy, you know, under the blankets. But, like, if you're going to do what you're supposed to be doing to give back to the world, then it's like, all right, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's let's change some lives. Let's mm -hmm. do some work. And give um, it with all of yourself. Yeah, so Don't and, it's, it. and it's, you know, they talk about staying warm. Like, yeah get cold a little bit, get uncomfortable and do it on purpose. Mm -hmm. um, there's a Navy SEAL, David Goggins, he's been on Joe Rogan. Yeah. He's, he talks about do the thing that scares you and prep the mind to do the, the shit that you don't wanna do. He goes, and do it on purpose. Um, like he tied up his hands and feet and jumped in the water and was swimming with, while he was bound up, like, you know, staying afloat, bound up. Just, yeah. And he hates the water. He almost he, did it. he almost failed the seals because he, he just like a scared, scared of water, and now he just does it willingly. Like so, stop staying warm, get a little cold, mm -hmm. and go risk it for the biscuit. Like gamble on your, gamble on yourself because if you can't do that, what else do you have? Yeah, you're gonna feel someone else's. You're gonna you're gonna feel someone else's vision. Like like I'm at a desk fueling someone else's vision. Yeah. I mean, yes, and I made peace with that. I also need to pay the bills. I understand mm -hmm. that. I'm very grateful for what I learned. Like when I gave my two weeks, I told my boss, I was like, look, it's a purpose thing. It's nothing personal. I appreciate the time you, you spent with me, what I've learned. Uh, I've learned real life applicable things here. I understand leases. I know what I can argue, negotiate. I know what's bullshit, what's not. Um, and, and I can work those. Like that's super, super important because it's so um, underappreciated how crucial your lease is. Mm -hmm. And so very grateful for that. Like it provided a roof yeah. of a truck. You know, I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm living, I'm living dream right now. Like I'm doing just fine. And I was just like, it's a purpose thing. And so I think, I think that was just, that was key for me. Like I'm grateful for what I had, what I went through there and it's time to move on mm -hmm. and time to serve. So I was scared at first and I'm just super excited. Like, Time to get uncomfortable. Now I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep. That's because no, I don't have a degree in this, but I think I can self-teach enough because I love it so damn much that I will be good at it. Yeah. You're willing to go through whatever. I'll let the work show. Yeah. So super excited. I'm jazzed Let's up. Let's go, baby. So yeah. Stop staying warm. Let's yeah. get fucking cold. Hey, I love it, man. What uh how are anyways. you how are you supposed to accomplish anything memorable if you don't get cold with it? You don't get uncomfortable. Yeah, man. <laughs> Like, yeah. yeah, stop, stop letting the world and society dictate how you live your life. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, hi. Like I'm not trying to preach, but like, just do what you want to do. Like, yeah. I know it's sometimes, well, every time it's easier said than done, but like, it's just sexual work. Figure mm -hmm. out what you really, really want to do. Find a way to make money at it. Like start as a side hustle, but then you can make peace with your current job. And then mentally you'll be in a better spot because you know your way out is coming. Yeah. 
So mentally, like I and made the peace path, with the it. The path seems clear. Yeah, I made peace with it. I knew where I was going. I mm -hmm. finally understood a sense of direction and purpose, because we've talked. I had that issue for a long time. I had none. Yeah. And so made the peace with my current job. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do good work until I'm done, and I know where I'm going. So, I think yeah, if people are that stuck, like start it as a side hustle. It's not gonna be a, a million yeah. dollars right away. What do you have to lose? Exactly. What you'll be in the same spot as you already are. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, then figure out another plan, you know, yeah. but, but work it and just do what you want to do. Do what energizes you do what, mm -hmm. do what's going to get you out of bed mm -hmm. in the morning and like spur you into, into being acting as a human being. Yeah. If you don't want to go back to that same job, hustle on that it's side a, hustle yeah. even more. Yeah. It's and a replace good, that salary. Yeah. It's a good feeling waking up knowing that you're going to impact someone in a positive way that day and you act and you know it, 100%. you know, it's a guarantee. hundred percent. Like. If that does get you out of bed in the morning, I don't know what does. Yeah. I also have, like, kind of a little longer than a half day on Friday, so I still have, like, the back half of the afternoon. <laughs> Let's get it, baby. <laughs> I love it. Professional finagler. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that's what I'm reading. Um, short story long, long story short, I guess. Yeah. Rant. Uh, what, are, good, what, are, what are you into? Yeah, good Bro, book. I have been reading good some book. good-ass books lately. What's an ass book? It's a book that you read while you sit on your ass. Hmm. Um, okay. But one, one book I'm eating, I'm reading, eating. One book I'm reading right now is Eat to Live. Another one that I just finished was The Millionaire Next Door. But one thing that, one book that I really loved that I read before those two was You Incorporated by Harry Beckwith. Okay. The art of selling yourself. Okay, good. And what it means good to sell you to yourself. Read I touched right on now. it earlier, how life is a sale. And like people buy from people they're comfortable with. So it goes in a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, but one thing that you just talked about reminded me of something I read in that book. Um, Harry Beckwith, the author, talked about one of his friends named, named Maury. And he had, he, Maury was like a business owner who owned a, a car dealership, but he worked his way from the bottom up. And he, through his friendship with Maury, he came up with something called Maury's Motto. And it talks about um, like six things that you can, you can, I mean, we have all the lists that we can abide by for a greater life, whatever. But something called Maury's motto, he said, serve, serve everyone. So that, that talks mm -hmm. about like waking up with a servant's attitude mm -hmm. going and impacting someone. Yeah. Giving, giving it your all, satisfying everyone. Cause at the end of the day, like you may not be able to solve someone's problem, but if they know that you gave it your all to help solve their problem, that's going to improve your relationship. With the they know you tried. They know that you gave it your all for them. Regardless of what you actually were able to do for them at the end of the day, they know that you tried to do it for them. Damn. Yeah. Think about that. Don't beat yourself up if you yeah. think you came up short. Just, you know, it, it, it real quick and up. we'll get back to that. So yeah. don't lose that thought. But that reminds me in the movie Law Abiding Citizen. Like, uh -huh. at the end of the day, he just wanted the guy to try. Even if yeah. they lost at trial, he just wanted him to try. Yeah. It's amazing, like, how important that makes other people feel when they know that you gave it your all for them. Sorry to interrupt. Anyway. Yeah, um, like, and then giving back, that goes along with that. Always do right. Keep learning. So, I mean, we've talked about that countless times on the show, the, the different avenues you can do to keep learning, whether mm -hmm. that's picking up a book or just talking to someone about something insightful or enlightening for 10 minutes. Listening keep to a podcast. Yeah. hey It's amazing. And we live in a time where it's so easy to do that with podcasts learn about things that you want to do. So always keep learning. And that includes listening to podcasts like ours, hopefully like what you're doing now. And then lastly, Maury's Monica talks about it all starts with love, loving your family, loving your work, loving your friends and your guests. And 
the blessing of waking up each morning with the chance that you actually matter to someone else. So it was cool, man. Damn. And I like that. I saw Jordan Peterson in, in person speak a couple. Uh, yeah, a week dude. Ago. How was that? I was out of town that Amazing. weekend. Amazing. That that dude. He he wrote a, a book called Twelve Rules for Life, which is I still need to get. That's it. the book I'm gonna order next. But I have it's too many amazing. books lined up. I, I need to just finish them. Yeah. So he's a professor at the University of Toronto, and he's he's on sabbatical right now. So yeah. he's been like speaking at different locations, and it just it just yeah. amazed me the different amount of things he could actually talk about but he chooses like little things so to did talk he about get into like the controversial side like no nothing controversial the main like he picked a very small theme for his speech with us he talked about how what we perceive in this world is is what we value and i can go into deep about that but the one thing that i did take from it is he had so he spoke for like an hour and then for like 45 minutes he took questions from the audience they had like a little app that people could type questions into oh nice so they were anonymous but he got this question. He was sitting up in his chair with his laptop going over the questions. And someone asked a question. It was wild. They're like, yeah, I've been contemplating suicide lately. Why, why shouldn't I? Why, why should I not commit suicide was pretty much what they were asking him. And he read that on stage because he was taking questions. And what he said, like he said, he gave a really good answer. But one thing that stuck out from his answer towards his question was, you matter to at least one person on this earth. And you taking your life away, you're not only taking your own life away but you're taking the impact that you had on that at least one person that you had in your life someone is always going to be impacted you never know what your actions could be on someone else because you really do matter to someone every day and that's why we get that's that and that got me thinking that's why we get up in the morning because we matter to at least one other person and you never and we have our own things that we go after but just the basis of why we get up like we do matter to people and that's what he told them and that was that was pretty cool for me to hear it was it was crazy, man. <clears throat> the fact that he gave, that was, I mean, he hit the answer right onto that, that question. I just thought it was interesting the way we think about that. So that's incredible. And that's what, I mean, it's so cool. Cause I, I hope that's what we could do with this podcast too. Yeah. Is, is well, I remember like, out. look, I've had like, there are friends that like, when we talk on the phone, like <laughs> we finish like, all right, like love you, like whatever. Cause mm-hmm. like we're that good of friends. Like we're, yeah. but like when I was dealing with like my depression shit, like, I would have like those certain friends that I could talk to about about it because like they understood it, mm-hmm. they've dealt with it, <clears throat> and because it's like, you know, it's you against the world. Like, but they'd be like, "Well, just know like, you have people that love you, Slags," and like that. Like, I'd be like, "Damn it!" Like my friends need their friend back, but mm-hmm. I can't right now. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, dude, it's important, and you know, people always say it, but like, say I love you to to your homies. Like, I don't care if you're a dude. Yeah. Like, Tim, I love you. Yeah, for real. And it's it's just amazing. Don't love me back, asshole. Jesus. <laughs> oh, love you too. I thought that's implied. <laughs> Jeez. Gave him the cold Trying shoulder. Trying to prove a point here. Um, but yeah, dude, that's it's crazy. And to be that for as many people as possible, be that person, because like, it's one thing that we don't think about, but every interaction you have with someone on a, on someone on a daily basis, you should act like that maybe the last time you see him because yeah. life ain't promised and you are like when you're just hanging out with someone and you're like on your phone since like i understand like if you're like with the dudes and you're just having some beers like every once in a while you check your phone like but if you're like one-on-one with somebody <clears throat> like you know whether it's just casual drinks or a meal or like date blah 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 whatever like you are with that person mm-hmm. like the phone is like all the extra like there's really not much 
good coming from that device. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, we use it for our agency to like, we use social media to make money, but whatever. It's like, come on, understand that you're present with that person. I had a, uh, when I played AAU basketball travel, we had a coach one time and they had like uh, get together at their house, bunch of people over. And he's telling this story. There's a big circle of us and he's just, we're just dying laughing. And this girl's texting on her phone and he like stops talking and we're all like kind of waiting for the next part of the story. And we're like, coach. <laughs> and he's just like staring at this chick and she's just going away on her phone, just firing away. And he's like, hey, you. And like, she kind of like starts looking around. He's like, yeah, you texting. And she like, she's horrified. Yeah. He just singles her out. He goes, what you doing? She goes, oh, I just texted my friend. He goes, well, you're with me. I'm the one telling the story here. Like you're in person with me. I should be the most important person because you're with me in the room. If that person is more important, you should be with that person since you're texting them instead of listening to me. So it was like half burn, half like mic drop. Like when you're with that person, be with, be with that person. Yeah. Like... I'll yep. turn my phone upside down and put it out of reach. Like, so I actually have to like move my whole body to get it. Like, mm -hmm. but it's not that important. Like people can wait. If someone's dying, you'll get a lot of calls. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's As just in a lie. You'll get like 10. You'll be like, why? Yeah. yeah. Like that's when, if it, there's that's, a you can dire, tell when someone's really trying to yeah, get If there's a dire yeah. emergency, then yes. But like, I mean, you have your exceptions, but I just, it bums me out that it's so, see people like when I want at dinner and it's like, yeah. just hang out. Like, is it going that bad where you guys have nothing to talk about anymore? Because, Oh, did you text all day, every day? So you ran out of shit to talk about? Maybe, yeah, maybe who knows? Good Lord. Yeah. Like give it a, like just, I don't know. Pay attention to other things for a while. Like, yeah. I, it, I, I, yes. I use my phone a lot too. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I, you know, I'm never going to preach that I'm better at anything than anyone else, but in that regard, uh, but it's just like, give it a rest. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I, already uh, consumed so much and it causes so much shit, like mm -hmm. causes so much shit. Yeah. Just take it easy. Yeah. I read something from, uh, but I digress. I read something from, uh, Gary V. I get some of his post mm -hmm. notifications. Yeah. He's got phone. good stuff, man. Uh, and he, going along with what you just talked about. He said 99% of the stuff that goes on around us doesn't matter. And when you're with someone else, that that's, they're that 1%. That's what matters. And that goes back to your phone and distractions. And Yeah. Yeah. And he's got to use social a lot too. That's his business, you know. That's mine and Brady's business. But we want to grow other businesses for improved livelihood. But, yeah, man, it's... It's... It's cool and it's not. That's the way of the world. Like be, things are becoming efficient. Communication is so quick. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of good, but there's so much negative too. But it is what it is. We adapt. But I don't know. I think AI is gonna be kind of scary when it comes. Oh yeah. Like the I'm sure you saw the robot like doing push-ups and stuff and. It's like everyone just wants to be the first, and it's like, hang out for a minute. <laughs> no way, dude. That's, dude. <laughs> One thing that's good, though, uh, Jordan Peterson said this. Every year, the technology that we're coming out with adds an average of six months to life expectancy for humans. Every year with technology. How? 
Because you hear the with technology with technology and making people live longer. Oh, with, with stuff how, like, like that. I'm yeah. thinking like because they're like saying staring that at a screen is not good for you. That's either. how like, quick. That's how quickly technology to help people live longer is being advanced each year. It's adding the average life expectancy of six months each damn. year. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty wild. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I mean you're right. There's always good and bad, um, but I think it's it's a balanced thing. So it's gonna be no matter what it is, there's gonna be the bad with the good. Like it, it seems like that's the way of the world of just equilibrium. And it's unfortunate it can't all be good, but with with the tech that's coming out and the abilities we have and the resources we have, um, you know, I just don't see a stop to it because there's such. Uh, just mega companies that can they have the means and resources and the desire to keep chasing it and i mean yeah it's it's cool but how uh how far are we going to go with it but i don't know all right tim what's uh what's this next week look like for you let's uh wrap this up uh i'll just i'll be on the road again next week i'll have i have a couple of meeting days and on both tuesday and thursday in elkhart and in fort wayne meeting with some bit trying trying to close out a couple things okay but, um, oh have you had some have you closed some yeah, accounts I, clo- I closed my first one last week actually Ooh, first buddy. sale. first sale Yee-hoo. yeah and hopefully there should let's be let's go dude congrats there, good shit baby yeah so next week there are a lot of big meetings to advance some other stuff um, nice but I, i'm hoping to be uh with Immer- decision makers, yeah, it's I'm ho- a big week, and I'm hoping to be immersed in my uh, my Indianapolis territory within the month. Hopefully, we'll see though. Let's go. Still working, still grinding, still doing whatever I can to put myself in a position to learn whatever we can do. Right on. So, right well, what on. you what you got next week? What what, what do you want to leave the listeners with today? Um, we uh, we did a relaunch for uh, the outdoor company client of mine and Brady's digital agency, mm-hmm. uh, Big John Sports. Brand new website, uh, social media. We've been hitting that hard because it wasn't very active or present. So we've been beefing that up, trying to make that look a little prettier. Uh, so that was big. Uh, we still have an ad running for that. And uh, so have had some sales from that. I'm excited to see where we end up on, on the initial relaunch. It was just the old site was couldn't do it. We Everything needed updating, so we did a relaunch. We'll probably do something next few months too and start start some regular things so uh monitoring that working that some more studying for the new job got a lot of studying to do and uh, wrapping up at work at my simon work um exit interviews things like that wrapping up some accounts doing some last minute cleanup things just so i leave it in good shape because the accounts my biggest ones that i have um when they gave them to me they were an absolute mess Mm -hmm. one was out of bankruptcy and another they had a new person. They had stuff way past 90 days old. It was just, uh, I did a lot of cleanup. So, and through that, some more professional relationship building. So nice. there was a lot of frustration, a lot of good things. So just making sure I leave those in good order. You know, I leave everything in good shape when I leave. Yeah. Um, just cause you know, no matter what person did this or that, like burning the bridges and yeah. Want to make life easier for people. Yeah, yeah. Inflict positive change is the goal and leave things in the best shape I can. So then they have the feeling of, damn, he was an actual, like, pretty good asset. Like, bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. That's a good one to end on, dude. All right, Tim. Audience, thank you. Tim, thank you. Win the day.
Let's go. Own the day, own your life. Peace, everybody.